Pastor Sandra tells it as it is. Stop over here with me, part three, and a little recap of part two of last week. So in Luke 24, from verse 13 to 24, we see the conditions of two gentlemen who were traveling to a village called Emmaus. The gentlemen were heavily engaged in their discussions and were obviously disturbed by the things they were in discussions about. The story unfolds that they were returning from the crucifixion of Jesus as they discussed chapter and verse on what took place. The Bible went on to say in verse 15 of Luke 24, Jesus himself drew near and went through them, but their eyes were holding that they should not know him. Now, before we go in the teaching, children of God, I want to point something out to you. Have you noticed the change in movements of the Lord Jesus? For example, after the resurrection of Jesus, the Bible records his movement as Jesus appears or Jesus drew near or Jesus disappears. John 20, 16 and 17 records Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not hold me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Apostle Matthew records in chapter 28, 8 to 10, Jesus appears. Apostle Luke 24 records in 13 to 43, um, Jesus himself suddenly came and began. Luke again, 24, 34, the Lord appeared to Simon. Luke again, 24, 36, um, the disciples without Thomas. Apostle Luke records, Jesus himself stood among them. John, Apostle John, records in chapter 21, 1 and 2, after this, Jesus revealed himself. 1 Corinthians, Apostle Paul, 15, 6, records, then he appeared. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 7, then he appeared to James and to all the apostles. Luke 24, 50 to 53, before the ascension, then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven, and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and were continually in the temple blessing God. What am I trying to show you, children of God? I'm trying to show you that prior to the crucifixion of Jesus, the physical movements of Jesus were recorded as, I must needs to go through Samaria, John 4, 4, and verse 5. Then commit he to a city of Samaria, which called Sychar. In Matthew 26, 40, Matthew record his movement as, he commit to his disciples and finded them asleep. So why am I giving this to you, children of God? To show you how Jesus destroyed restrictions and barriers in his body spiritually and physically, including 
the restriction of death. Death could not hold him down. Death could not or did not prevail against him because Jesus is firstborn from the dead. No other, whoever they call themselves, was risen from the dead. And it is evidence that Jesus is risen, was risen from the dead. He declared, O death, where is thy sting? And O grave, where is thy victory? Nothing could restrict or pin Jesus down after his resurrection, not even death. How does it work, Pastor Sandra? Before resurrection, Jesus was restricted by time. Jesus was restricted by space. Jesus was restricted by death. Prior to his resurrection, it might take Jesus three days to travel to Tiberias, or four days to Galilee, or three days to cross over on the other side. After his res resurrection, the, resurrex the restriction of death, space, and time were destroyed. Jesus now appears and disappears. He held the key to this day. He appears and he disappears. Pastor Sandra, what does it mean to the child of God? It means Jesus is in heaven, but lives by the power of the Holy Spirit in you and me at the same time. Acts 17 verse 28 declares, for in him we live, in him we move, and in him we have our being, as certain also of our own poets have said. No need for Jesus to travel by foot anymore. He appears and disappears. Children of God, Jesus is the unseen, living in the scene without leaving the scene. What does that mean, Pastor Sandra? We can stay wherever we are and, and pray for anyone on the face of the earth, anywhere on the globe, anywhere in the world and at any time, 365 or 366 days, and something will happen. Our prayer is not bound or restricted by time or space, by principalities, by powers, rulers of darkness. When we pray in the name of Jesus, I can stay here in London and pray for somebody in Saudi Arabia and the person in Saudi Arabia receives their healing, their deliverance. I can pray here in London for somebody in Australia and command that fever to leave that body and it has to go. My prayer is not restricted anymore by space, by time, by even death. Amen. Um, because the Bible said the word of God, they are quick and powerful and they are oper and it's operative and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. That's what I'm going to minister on next week. Amen. So our prayer is not bound or restricted by time or space or principalities or powers or rulers of darkness when we pray in the name of Jesus anymore because of what Jesus has done. And this is a good place, child of God, to say amen. So I'm saying amen with you. Jesus is awesome. Jesus is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscience in power. This, the power, this power that we is the power that we have as believers when we give Jesus the opportunity to become our Savior and our Lord. 
we automatically inherit this power. Amen. Omnipresent. Omnipresence is the property of being present anywhere and everywhere. Omnipotent, almighty, all-powerful, unstoppable, invincible, unshakable, untouchable, immovable, insatiable, invincible. This is the power. This is omnipotent. Amen. This is the quality that we have. And um, I said to you, this is the year of the mouth, so you just need to confess it. This is the power that we have. Yeah, this is the power that we have. Um, omniscience is knowledge, awareness, wisdom, all knowledge, all awareness, all wisdom, and sapience. Um, all, 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 all knowledge belongs to God. He's ever, the ever-living, ever-knowing God. And this has been given to us. Just keep confessing it, children of God. Just keep confessing it. Just keep confessing that I have the omniscience, the omnipotent and the omnipresent qualities and power of God living on the inside of me. So can you see the reason why Jesus responded in the way he did to the guys walking down Emmanuel? And, and the Bible said, and the one of them whose name was Cleopas, Answering said unto him, Aren't thou only a stranger in Jerusalem and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed, word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And be, be, beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulchre. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even. So as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said to them, O oh, fools and slow of heart, to believe all the prophets have spoken. Are not Christ to save, to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? Last week, I listed the prophecies that were written in the scroll about Jesus. And the Bible went on to say how Jesus expounded the scriptures. Bata, B-A-T-T-A-H, is the Hebrew word for expounded. Bata means to break up in pieces. There is a sweetness you get when the word is bata, especially if the word is being battered or expounded by Jesus. We see the manifestations of bata in the case of Mary and Martha. The Bible lets us know Martha was encumbered by domestic chores, but Mary was busy to sit at the feet of Jesus to listen to his teachings. Luke 10, um, verse 40, reading from verse 40. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she helped me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, 
thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary hath chosen this good part. And Jesus said it, it shall not be taken away from her. Wow. So whoever chooses to listen to the word, study, pray the word, live the word, teach the word. Jesus said, it is the better part we have chosen. And Jesus said, it shall not be taken away from the individual. The other reason why Jesus responded the way he did in verse 23 is because children of God knows how to discuss Jesus, but it does not mean that they know Jesus. The disciples walking down from Emmaus, heavy in discussions, they expressed their deepest sympathy and feelings, but they did not know who Jesus was. They did not know the purpose of his death and why he came to earth. They were not able to see him spiritually or physically. Children of God loves Jesus. They care about him. They go to church. They attend religious ceremonies. They attend commemoration services, Easter Sunday, Good Friday, Christmas service, Easter convention. Doesn't mean that they know Jesus. Doesn't mean they can see him. Verse 28. And they drew nigh unto the village, whether they went. And he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with me, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and brake and gave to them. Their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked to us, by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? They said one to another, did not our heart burn within us? This is our next teaching, children of God. And I have a word, a special word on this for you, and I can't wait to teach it. Did not our heart burn within us? So I'm going to stop there for today and I'm going to pray and I'll come back to you next week. Holy Father, righteous Father, we thank you once again for your precious word. The Bible said the entrance of your word bringeth light. And the Bible said the word is a lamp unto my path and a light unto my way. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you have done for us. We thank you for your omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscience qualities that you have given to us. That is our heritage. Um, the Bible tells us that you, Jesus, you're the only way, you're the truth, and you're the light to Papa God. And we are praying that the light that Jesus came to give will lighten every darkness so that children of God will come to know you by themselves. Let children of God know that they need a savior and this only savior that can save them from their sin is Jesus. As they listen to the podcast, let the Holy Spirit bring, begin to break, melt, mold his change in their lives, in their hearts, 
Father God, you told me last week, Holy Spirit, that as they pass on this podcast, listen and pass it on, they are propagating the gospel. And the angel of the Lord show their faces in heaven as they do so. Wow. So I pray, Father God, your blessing on every person that listens to this podcast all over the world. Father God, I thank you for the way how it is going all over the world, over 13 countries now and different parts of the world. I thank you, Father God. I pray that you your blessing on every ear that listens to this podcast, Lord, and let your word that is quick and powerful and operative begin to cause a change, begin to do its work in the life of your children. I pray your protection on them and their families, Father God, wherever they are in the, in the world and as we are shot in here in London, Lord God, and I pray wherever they are, let the angel of the Lord, the one that told Mary, take up the young babe and go. Let, let that angel come and protect them wherever they are. Protect their children, protect their family, protect their business and everything that concerns them in the name of Jesus. Protect them from every peril and every harm and every danger as they listen to this podcast. Let it be a point of contact for protection. Let it be a point of contact for your peace to serenade them as we go into Christmas in the mighty name of Jesus. And we pray, Father God, let the Holy Spirit begin to break and melt and melt, mold this change in, in, in their lives, in Jesus' name. Let the glory come to you, Papa God, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Pastor Sandra checking out now until next time. God bless you.